Hello, I'm Rich Brimshaw, and this is my daily podcast practice for Tuesday, February 23rd, 2021. This is where each and every day I get on the microphone and I practice the art of reading something and then responding to it, and the craft in general of being on the microphone. Thanks for dropping by. I'm glad you're here. Thanks again to David Hooper of Big Podcast Daily and Build a Big Podcast for introducing me to his Sausage Factory podcasting format where he reads and responds and takes questions and thinks on his feet and just in general does things to be a better podcaster. And for sure, that's what I I aspire to be, a better podcaster. Well, first, I aspire to be a podcaster. And with the launch of this podcast, Daily Podcast Practice, I am now a podcaster. Look at me, Mom. Who? Shazam, I'm here. Today, I want to read the blog from Matthew Dix. Matthew is just an extraordinary person. I was introduced to him first by Dave Jackson of the School of Podcasting. Uh, He recommended the book Storyworthy, which was written by Matthew Dix. Matthew is an elementary school teacher. He is also an author, and he is a storyteller, and he has... He has a unique, well, we all have unique backgrounds. Uh, his is quite different from your Norton, your ordinary growing up type of background. And when I see where he is and what he's doing today and, and, how, and how he was raised, I don't understand how he made the leap from those beginnings to where he is today. And so I'm, I'm constantly amazed by that. But he is an extraordinary person. And I read his blog every day because every single day, as he has done for years and years and years, he gets up at 5.30 in the morning and he writes something and then publishes it on his blog. And I always look forward to it. Always. So today, February 23rd, 2021, his blog was short, and so it's appropriate for me to read it. And here it goes. He says, Alicia, which is his wife, Charlie, which is his son, his youngest child, and I were watching the film What About Bob last weekend. As Dr. Leo Marvin, played by Richard Dreyfus, is strapping explosives to Bob Wiley, played by Bill Murphy, with the intention of murdering his patient, Charlie turns to me and says, Does this movie have a sequel? So, see what he was doing? If there's a sequel then he can stop worrying about Bob dying because he'll be needed for the next film. If there isn't a sequel, Bob might actually die in this movie, and Charlie needs to worry about that. When I told Charlie that there isn't a sequel, he leaned over, cuddled a little closer to me, suddenly realizing that the stakes were real and anything could happen. This sequel strategy is what protects him from worrying about Harry Potter as we read the series, because he knows there's another book beyond the one we're reading, so he's able to enjoy the story without concern over Harry's fate. He's a clever boy. But I wonder how he'll ha- I wonder how he will handle the last Harry Potter novel when death is now possible for Harry. He's clearly not a fan of the good guy dying at the end of the film. No, neither am I. I only like films that have happy endings. I don't like films that have unhappy endings or are dark. I mean, the world is a crappy place. I don't need to be reminded of that by a movie. I just don't. I look 
to film and cinema and movies to be uplifted. But I, I digress from, uh, from Matthew's blog. Well written, and uh, Matthew's very good at, at finding the meaning in everyday life. In fact, he has something that he calls homework for life, which, which is a trademarked name, good for him. But it's an exercise whereby each and every day he takes a few moments, maybe at the end of the day, maybe at the beginning of the next day, where he reflects upon what the most story-worthy point of the whole or moment of the whole day would be. And he writes it down. He uses a spreadsheet to do this, which is is a very good way to... uh, to record this because it's easy to organize thoughts. I would, I think I would prefer to write this manually, but then I don't have the organizational part. But I'm, I'm, I have tried, I'm, I'm now on my third try for doing homework for life, and I hope to be able to continue doing it. I, I just lack the discipline to sit down every day and calm my mind and reflect upon the most story-worthy, the most significant part of my day. Now, I guess the most story-worthy is different than the most significant. This is, after all, not a diary of what happened today, but it is a reflection upon the events that that illuminated my existence, that brought to light something from from the circumstances and the events and the events that I wouldn't I I wouldn't be aware of if I weren't reflecting on them. It has a a lot of value a lot of value and i hope dearly to have the uh, uh the word escapes me the discipline to do this every day but since i'm trying very hard to have the discipline to do this podcast every day i'm hoping the two will be symbiotic and i'll get there i'm happy to say that i am right now on day number number 18 of my current reincarnation I've had 15 days, and uh, the longest I went was 35 days. That was the first time I tried it. I started this back in October of of 20, <laughs> 2019. Oh, that was a long time ago. So uh, his his book, again, is Story Worthy, one of his books, and I urge you to look at it if you're interested in storytelling, and in it he explains homework for life. If you're curious about homework for life and you don't want to get the book, just Google homework for life, and you will stumble upon it, I am sure. So having said that and rambled on incessantly, let's go now to 350 pretty good, almost good questions to ask, and we'll go to question number 79. What artist or band do you always recommend when someone asks for a music recommendation? Uh, Well, boy, this is tough. First of all, Nobody asks me for a music recommendation. They just don't ask, so I don't have a response that I'm uh, quick with. You know, that this is so hypothetical. It would depend in large part upon the tastes of the person who's asking. I have friends who are fanatical classical performance and classical music people, and I'm not going to recommend Bob Marley to them. I'm just not, because I don't think that they would like it. And besides, I don't like Bob Marley, so I wouldn't recommend him. I'm sorry, I, I don't have anything to 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 offer for this. What artist or band do you always recommend 
when someone asks for a music recommendation. You know, people don't even ask me for a recommendation on coffee or or a gas station. <laughs> I mean, what else would people ask for recommendations for? They well, they might ask a recommendation for a good plumber. I can I can tell them that uh, Harry Ridley's the best plumber around these parts, and they ought to call H and M Plumbing to take care of that. And for their HVAC too, his son Brent does a great job. So I'm happy to make recommendations, but it has to be an area where I have a strong feeling. And I'm sorry, a music artist in these days is just not in the cards. Ask me about building houses or tradesmen or something, <laughs> and I can I can fix you right up. Folks, that's all we have time for today. I want to thank you for dropping by. If you like what you are hearing, then please go ahead and subscribe. This is, you can't beat the price. It is always free. And I promise what what I like for in innovation, I will make up for in boredom. You can't beat that. So go for it. If you like it, subscribe. That's it. Thanks for listening. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow.